As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Your story is so unique. You've actually written a book about it because certainly uh, it's, it's a tale worth writing down. Uh, the book is called Heads or Tails. Hi, PJ. How are you doing? Good. You were diagnosed in, when, 2015 with a, it's got a big long name, craniopharyngioma. That's right. Yeah, What's I was that saying, when it's at home? 2015, um, I was diagnosed with a benign congenital tumour. Um, uh, I've had the tumour my whole, whole life, but it was only discovered then. Um, my symptoms were distorted vision, excruciating headaches, a tingling numbness in my foot. So um, I won't go into all the details, but I was basically um, rushed to the hospital after passing out at home. And, then and how long said, had you had symptoms? I had symptoms. You see, they're infrequent headaches. So, and I just started a new job and I was doing herbal fertility treatment. So I said maybe it was a combination of them. Uh, the factor is if, if the headaches had been more frequent, I would have been more concerned. But I was getting only, say, one headache every few weeks. But they escalated the last week of May 2015. Um, and after passing out at home, then in South Dock, because I'd been to South Dock earlier on the week, and they they uh, they couldn't say for sure, but they said it sounds like a bad migraine, but that if my symptoms got worse to go to A&E. Mm. So when I went back to South Dock, in hindsight, after passing out at home, I should have just gotten an ambulance, but you're not sure what to do at that stage, so... Uh, South Dock, I passed out there and they sent me to the ED department in mm-hmm. CUH mm-hmm. and they did a CT scan and that showed that I had, um, all they could see in the CT scan was a mass mm-hmm. and uh, a cyst. So they did um, a drainage procedure that night to drain the cyst. An MRI the next day showed that I had, that was when I was diagnosed with the craniopharyngioma. Right. So then I was informed about that, about the tumour. Obviously, totally shocking situation when you've never been in hospital or being told at 36 years of age that you have this very dangerous brain tumour. And they said they'd be operating on the Sunday and that the operation would take four to five hours in your own head. It wasn't cancerous, Katie, no? It wasn't cancerous. It was benign, thankfully. Mm. Um, but again, very dangerous if, if not treated straight away, especially with the headaches and because my eyesight was being affected with the distorted vision. So they did a craniotomy on the Sunday and they managed to get uh, most of the tumour. There was a tiny bit that was very close to the hypothalamus that they couldn't actually remove. It would have been too dangerous. Mm-hmm. 
so my recovery was very slow and um, my memory was very weak for a long time. It still isn't uh, what it used to be, my short-term memory. Mm. Um, but I was thinking about going back to work then in September um, and my vision got blurry and this was different to before because it had been distorted before. Um, I eventually got to CUH after going to my opticians because I said maybe I need glasses or something but uh, they said they could see a shadow in the back of my eyes to go to A&E straight away. Again, after another MRI, uh, they said that the... um, that they needed to, that the craniopharyngioma had returned, that the cyst had re-sprouted, was the way they put it. So I needed a second craniotomy. And again, I was in absolute shock because uh, I I had to was that because of the bit that they had to leave because it would be too dangerous to take it out? Was it because of that that it grew again? Yeah, and the cyst re-sprouted as well because of that. Yeah. It's a strange scenario, like it's like your body trying to protect yourself. The cyst was the, well, actually re-sprouted to protect the body against the tumour, but the cyst okay. was doing me more harm because it was filling up with fluid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they did another craniotomy to my shock and horn. This time they put in a shunt so that they could drain it uh, without having to um, have a major operation. Um, so my recovery was faster this time because um, I was now my body was used to the steroids and steroid dependent because mm. my body doesn't produce cortisol anymore and um, it wasn't such a shock because I'd passed out twice the first time whereas this time I was caught very early and you know yeah. um, so my recovery Taking was steroids like, long term isn't good for you at all yeah. but you had yeah. no choice hmm? No I have no choice um, I know there are autoimmune there are autoimmune suppressants there, um, but yeah my body doesn't produce cortisol which is the stress hormone which your body needs if, if you have any kind of infection or if you're sick so I have to take the you know the the actual produced version of them and thankfully it's only a small dose I'm on I have to take twice a day okay. I'm also on thyroid medication because my thyroid was affected and yeah. my body no longer produces oestrogen so I have to take um, at the moment I'm on the contraceptive pill so so you then had you were you told Casey that you could forget about ever having a baby Basically, I was told I wasn't told to forget about it. I was told that I couldn't have it naturally. Right. And um, after that situation, I actually had to have a another brain operation in Beaumont, and then radiotherapy. So I had to um, I had to make sure the shunt didn't work, even though they'd inserted it. The the cyst came back a third time, and it wasn't aligned with the shunt. So I had to be sent to Beaumont to get an operation done via my nose. So that they they knew I needed radiotherapy at that stage, and they said you need to go to Beaumont. So, thankfully, uh, long story short, I I recovered well from the operations and the twenty eight sessions of radiotherapy that I did in CUH. And then obviously uh, I had to let my body heal. So it wasn't until twenty eighteen when I decided to uh, to try and. uh, They said you'd have needed some kind of some kind of help with that. So how did that go? Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. 
Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. So basically, I started in 2018 and before I started, I put on a lot of weight. So I knew I needed to lose weight. I knew that would help me. So uh, I, I began uh, my slimming world journey, as they call it. Mm. and fair play to my husband Donald he actually came to a few meetings with me at the start because I was so self-conscious and had never been to Slimming World so he came with me and I started to lose weight and that I can tell you definitely helped right. my fertility treatment I started the treatment in you did really um, well you lost, you lost three and a half stone didn't you I lost three and a half well stone done. it took me about two years I did it gradually which is good but I'd yeah. lost about a stone fairly quickly and um, that definitely helped but yeah. um what they did was it was it's different to IVF but for my situation because my body doesn't produce estrogen and um, they knew they had to to, to uh, pick something I have a very complex medical history so they did something called ICSI ICSI I've heard of it yeah, yeah which is intracytoplasmic yeah. sperm and insem- insemination that's, that's why they call it ICSI because very few of us can pronounce it <laughs> yeah exactly so, so how, um, did, did that work first time or what happened no, no unfortunately it was very disappointing and obviously you know I, I knew as well and I was informed like that uh, you know it mightn't work straight away don't give up hope so it it took me three or four cycles before um, before it actually really worked um, but what was good about that was my body was still healing the whole time yeah. um, I was still losing weight I was actually getting fit I was going to, walking down and up Donnybrook Hills which I hadn't done for years I think anybody fit <laughs> yeah <laughs> Exactly. So, and yeah. um, I was I was just working on my body and my health the whole time, which definitely helped. And um, I have an endocrine specialist, so I get my bloods checked every six months. Sure. And so I was just making sure my thyroid was okay, sure. and um, you know um, everything and else was was going well. And, and when did you get the good news? That's I got the good news in November twenty twenty one. Um, and again, it was just you do the pregnancy test at home and then you, you ring the fertility um, sure. centre. And I just couldn't believe it. I actually had to do two tests. I was just in absolute shock. Okay. I think what helped me during the, the last, because I'd done a few cycles, is I just kept very calm, yeah. very positive. 
when I was doing the injections because I had to do two injections and yeah. they actually it's amazing what they can do I actually had a skin patch with oestrogen that was put into my uh, wow. like it was like a nicotine patch wow. that you'd insert on and when so, did baby arrive? so the baby arrived then the 29th of June 2022 um, Jack and uh, we we didn't find out his, the gender we wanted to to leave it a surprise but we both just had a very strong feeling that it was going to be a boy and when I was pregnant <laughs> I had you know the munchies I just was hungry all the time so we called him Marvin after star- starving Marvin <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and like um, I was pregnant during the pandemic which which was obviously difficult uh, Donald couldn't come to a lot of the um, appointments with me but everyone was in the same position, so that kind of helps. Mm. He was able to come into the anomaly scan with me. Um, Jack arrived three weeks early, then he was yeah. premature. And how is Jack now? He's fantastic. He's he's a bundle of joy and energy. <laughs> and he came out with a full head of hair. They were calling him Wolverine in the deli- <laughs> delivery room. And how are you? I'm doing well, yeah, thanks. Um, we're very fortunate. He actually sleeps for the whole night and... He did that after a few months. He had bad colic at the start, so his sleeping was very erratic, and obviously we were feeding him a lot more. But thankfully now, um, I actually go for a yearly MRI still, and I just had it there two weeks ago, and thankfully um, there's been no change. When when you heard the words, it's stable and no change, that's good. Delighted to hear that. Yeah, thank you. Unfortunately, my eyesight was affected as well. So I can't drive anymore, right. but I'm lucky I'm on a bus route and, you know, I have great family and friends. Well, you managed to read, you managed to write a book, which is available on, on Amazon at the moment. Yes. It's called Heads or Tails. And I think it's, is it, it was on paperback. You can order it through Amazon on paperback. And I assume there's a Kindle edition as well. Yes, it's on paperback Kindle. It's also available on the Waterstone uh, book website. You can actually order it through uh, major bookshops as well. Like you could just ring them up and order them. There is a distributor available for that. And if you're looking it up, it's Tales is spelled T-A-L-E-S. Yes. Because um, I have a, I I have a love of puns, and I kind of wanted to describe that how fast your life can change like the flipping of a coin like you go heads or tails if you flip the coin and that's how my life seemed um but thankfully there's been a very happy ending he's an absolute miracle like we know how lucky we are because i've spoken to loads of women who have no complex medical history and they're unable to get pregnant or even with fertility treatment so i would just say to people don't give up hope keep trying i mean it took me about four um cycles of fertility you know, um, but it's it's worth it. Keep positive. Absolutely. Keep keep fit. Well, I'm delighted that it's all worked out for you. Um, and the book is available on Amazon. Um, thank you very much, Katie McGrath, and best of luck to your husband and indeed to baby Jack. What a story! Corks ninety six FM. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.